Hello, everybody. Welcome to Reliving the Lights of Friday Night Lights Rewatch Podcast. We are here for episode 18. My name is Josh. This is my co-host. Hello, I'm Anthony. And uh, we are we are going to talk some Friday Night Lights episode 18 uh, tonight. I'm excited to get going, but uh, Anthony, um, I know you're finishing up school. Yes. Uh, uh, how's how's all the the homework and and whatnot going? Give us the update. Uh, yeah. So I've got one week left. One week from today, I will be done. Uh-huh. Um, so I've got a I got a bottle of champagne on on the top shelf that'll <laughs> that might be. I've got that and the Johnny Walker Blue Label both up there that are are both. One of them is going to be drank next week uh, during Ooh. the recording of an episode or two. But uh, nice. it's uh, this last unit in one of my classes is a real. Real bear cat, uh, but I am, I'm pretty sure mathematically, like I cannot fail. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good place to be. I'm in, yeah. I'm in a pretty good spot right now. I've got, uh, I've got like an 82 with a week left. So I think I'm, I think I'm sitting pretty good. Very nice. Um, my other class is like a backloaded class. So this last project is worth like half the points <laughs> of the entire class. <laughs> okay. I um, am about two thirds done with it. Um, I'm pretty sure. And I'm, I've been, uh, I don't want to say slacking off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've definitely like, I've kind of put that class on the back burner just because my, like everything's due on the last day and, uh, and my math class or something due literally every day. So, um, my plan is to focus on that over this weekend and hopefully have everything done by Monday or Tuesday. Mm. and then uh focus on the math exam on thursday (laughs) and (laughs) then and then we'll be good that's good to hear uh i need to go back say the day after monday how do you say the day after monday it said tuesday earlier but (laughs) i say it tuesday usually okay Okay. i didn't know if that was one of those like just weird midwest things (laughs) i think it is (laughs) it definitely is one of those weird midwest things kind of like warsh that i say jokingly sometimes yep um but no usually i just say tuesday (laughs) okay good all right i just i was churching it up a little bit yeah well good for you on the classes uh, hang in there and we'll, we'll celebrate soon. Yes. That'll be good. So I, uh, I just finished up, uh, right before recording, watching, uh, Kangaroo Jack with my family. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about some, some film that is not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have only seen Kangaroo Jack once and it was with Kellen Munnicky. Oh wow! Uh, at his house, like one of the maybe the only time I ever was at his house. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't remember anything about it except for that the kangaroo doesn't actually talk, right? Except for like in a dream sequence. Oh, you don't know because you only watched that. Until, well, yeah. not until the very end. Right. He he talks as a joke. Right. Because uh, the trailers, what I what I remember about it is he talked in the trailers. Yeah. And like it was kind of unclear exactly <laughs> what this movie was it was but yeah i did not watch most of it um but i did watch the last 10 minutes and <laughs> let's just move into friday night lights <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get oh. started what are you drinking yeah okay uh so right before i watched the last 10 minutes of 
kangaroo jack i went out to get a beverage for a recording tonight and i have not i'm not particularly proud of this but i'm also not uh, ashamed of the fact that uh i've been looking all summer for the natty light natter days uh which was my beverage of choice last summer okay and i finally found it it had been hard to find um but i went back in uh casey's beer cave and (laughs) dug around in there and sure enough i I found it so i'm pretty excited about that (laughs) found the hidden treasure in (laughs) nice i've only tried those once i i wasn't i didn't think it was as good as summer shandy uh so i think that's that's kind of where my bar is set for (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that's that's comparable yeah so i think that's fair to choose between the two yeah yeah but um well i i don't know if you heard about this but there's a video that was going around Facebook this week. It, they kept taking it down, but <laughs> oh, no. the truth is, <laughs> according to Breitbart and these doctors, <laughs> that COVID can be cured with hydroxychloroquine. Yep. And one uh, ingredient in hydroxychloroquine, the quin, yes, is yes. quinin, which is also found in tonic water. Yep. So I've got a nice gin and tonic going on here and I'm protecting myself <laughs> boy. from, from the Rona. I, I seriously, when this all hit, I, I went out and bought tonic water and drank gin and tonics for a couple of weeks <laughs> for, for the same reason, you know, a little, little preemptive strike on the yeah. Rona. So <laughs> we're both still healthy. I'm healthy, yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah, they say uh, I'm not they, saying that that's what did it, but I'm not saying that's <laughs> not what did it. Well, I think between the two of us, they they say that that well, that's this is the prevailing theory right now, which I IRL do not believe. But <laughs> um, but uh, between this and they say that it doesn't like heat, and both of our sneaker collections, Ooh. I think we're both safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a we got a lot of heat in our closets mm. right now. So yeah. Every night when I go to bed, it's just like a sauna emanating out of the out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, from my I have the same issue. Collection. Yeah, yeah. We always have to cl- close the closet door and turn the AC on real high because <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about the fact that that we both love shoes. I think it got brought up in episode one that we both talk about Jordans a lot. So I <laughs> oh, think yeah, it's right. yeah, it was implied that yes, we that's both right. love shoes. That's right. Well, uh, I'm getting the synopsis pulled up here. Is it our guy? It is. It's our oh guy. Boy. Here we go. All right. Uh, you want to read it or you want me to read it? I think you better. All right. Movie Dude 1. When his wife throws him out of the house, Buddy Garrity turns to Coach Taylor and Lila turns to Jason. Julie turns to her mother. <laughs> wow, real good uh, <laughs> parallels there. Movie Dude <laughs> 1. Julie turns to her mother when an accident happens involving Tyra's mother, even though she knows she is not supposed to be hanging out with Tyra. And Waverly's father turns to Smash when he fears that she has taken a personal challenge without consulting her father. A personal change, excuse me. A personal change without consulting her father. Taken a personal change. That's (laughs) an interesting turn of phrase, but... Uh, maybe I should just start using Movie Dude One's descriptions on our episode descriptions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. By I now, I'm assuming well. if if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, you're also slightly fond of <laughs> Movie Dude One, sort of. Um, so I'll I'll have to consider that. 
What do you what do you rate in this? We're, we got to remember to give our ratings for Movie Dude One for the synopsis. Ah, uh, boy, I this is like a. I like that he did do the so and so turns to so and so. So that's nice. <laughs> I'll give him a couple points for that. I think. I mean, this is like a five. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's he uh, he started the last sentence with and and then which is wrong and then. Uh, <laughs> she has taken a personal change without consulting her father. So it's a five. Sure. Movie dude, not good, but not your worst. (laughs) All right. Well, this episode starts off with the football game. There is football in the show. Yeah. We open right on the playoff game. So as the commentators describe it, it's a nail biter. (laughs) What? (laughs) A Panthers game is a nail biter? (laughs) I know it's surprising to, to learn, but. The Panthers are up 26 to 21 with uh-huh. just a few few seconds left on the clock. The other team who I don't I know their mascot was the Dragons, but I didn't catch the, oh, nice. the town name. No, yeah. <laughs> they try a Hail Mary pass. It gets bobbled and it's incomplete. And oh. the Panthers win. Few. Yes. So came down to the last minute. play. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. So the Panthers are going to the state semifinals, which uh, I take it to mean that they're one game away from from the state championship. Is that that'd be yeah, semifinals, right? Quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're getting close. So there's your football for the week. Uh, <laughs> this is very exciting. It was a nail biter, um, and now it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, after that, we we see a big fight going down in the Garrity household. Yes. If you remember from last week, Ma Colette confronted Buddy on the steps of the church, basically, with the whole town watching. And Mrs. Garrity, obviously not very happy about that. And she is throwing Buddy out. Yeah. Um, and while that's going on, Lila is in a bedroom with her siblings who are all cons. And I mean, I'm not judging. I just thought it was kind of strange because yeah. I come from a very unusual household for yeah, this. Right. But her siblings are considerably younger than her, or at least they seem like it. Yeah, they look like maybe like fourth grade and sixth grade or something yeah. like that. So a good like six years minimum. Yeah. So Lila's kind of sheltering them from, you know, from what's going on downstairs. She gives Jason a call. And Jason is about to go out and we need to pause right here because Jason has a different phone than he's had. I think, I don't know where Jason is getting all these phones. He must have <laughs> burners. I don't know what's going on. He reached the end of his two year contract. It looked to me like he was using a flip phone, but closed like it was closed and he was holding it to his <laughs> ear. So I thought maybe it was more of like the like the sandwich style. Right. Uh, like the good old LG NV2. Yes, the best Am phone right? of all time. The best phone of all time. <laughs> we both had it. Yep. Uh, some of the best te- text message exchanges ever <laughs> happened on LG nv 2 That's very true. Very true. <laughs> uh, so I just, I can't help but. But notice Jason's phone now, and it's still a mystery. He went from Nokia brick phone to flip phone to now an LG MV2. <laughs> I hope he stays there, because honestly, sometimes I wish I still had an LG MV2. I, me too. Yeah. But anyway, Jason's about to go out uh, and, and 
party or whatever with uh, the guys. So they don't get to talk and Lila is left pretty forlorn. Lila kind of plays it off. She can tell that he's about to go to a party. So she's like, no, everything's fine. But of course we, as the audience know that everything is not fine. No, Um, Lila's taking some L's and she needs some help. As she hangs up, she begins to cry. Uh, But we are not left in our sadness for very long because we cut to a wild party at the Riggins household. Yes, there is a party at the Riggins house. Tim grabs a beer, does not get to consume it uh, because there's a knock at the door. So he hands it off. Yep, yep. I was there's there's going to be some judgment calls on the big rig beer tally this week. Yeah. Either this week or next week or both. I can't remember. Yeah, but. I think uh, a touch <clears throat> of both and I yeah. yeah. Um agree. So he goes and answers the door and it's the new neighbor. And she is upset because their music is loud and she has a kid sleeping and she's got to be up early for a job and she's attractive. Mm-hmm. She's not upset because she's attractive, but she's that's also she is attractive. Um, <laughs> I'll probably cut this out, but in my notes, I don't know what her name is, so I just referred to her as Hot Mom. <laughs> I've been referring to her exclusively as Bo's mom. Uh, we'll get to know Bo here in a little bit, but in my yeah. entire notes, like I kept being like, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I've been doing the same with uh, Jason's tattoo girl. <laughs> I like having to write out tattoo girl every time. (laughs) Yeah. I finally did catch her name, but I chose to keep just calling her tattoo girl. Cause I'm glad we're both on the same page there. Yeah. So we'll call her Bo's mom, but I have, I do refer to her quite a bit as hot mom. She's a looker. Yeah. She's nice. Uh, so Tim assures her he'll take care of it. Uh, Tammy and coach, come home from the game they're pulling up they're talking about something and uh <laughs> you look like this, you got something ready yeah uh tammy says this is an early pick for quarter of the week which gets <laughs> yep. absolutely eclipsed later on oh but, yeah it, it's uh, yeah there's no competition really but, but um coach tammy come home they see something slumped over in their <laughs> on their porch tammy says honey what's that on the porch Oh, it's it's moving, <laughs> and it, it turns out it's Buddy Garrity. Yeah, just just yeah, slumped over, bumming <laughs> right in front of the front door, waiting for Coach and Tammy uh, to get home. And he tells Coach that <laughs> tells Coach that he's been kicked out of the house, and he has this line: "Pam locked me out. She's kicked me out." You know how women are about these things. <laughs> uh, oh, my, oh, you I mean love adultery? Of <laughs> that buddy, like, greets them really warmly. <laughs> and then, like, immediately is like, listen, <laughs> like, things ain't great. <laughs> yeah. My my first thought on this uh, was, the is Buddy broke? Is he not able to go get a hotel room somewhere? I, right. I don't know. And, like... Uh, no spoilers, but later on he does end up going to right. the hotel. But yeah. I know I wondered like what is he? Yeah, I know he can find it in coach. So. If he's just like trying to keep up appearances with like the town, that like 
that it'll look right. like he's just hanging out with coach a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, like they obviously the other town people presumably wouldn't know that he's like sleeping over at their house. <laughs> right. But I think maybe he's just kind of keep up appearances to be like, Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not hanging out at this hotel. Yeah, I'm just I hanging suppose. out with coach, coach Taylor. Yeah. yeah. That that's probably it. But yeah, he picks coach to, uh, to go and uh, yeah, see if he can, he can stay overnight. And Obviously, the the Taylors are not too thrilled about this uh, at this point, or any point, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it only goes downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, at the Colette house, yeah. Ma Ma Colette is watching cheesy movies in bed. Um, she's sad about Buddy, and she is taking some pills. Mm-hmm. As we come to find out. Yeah, not not feeling the effects right away, so taking pills on top of pills to help get the effect she wants. And yeah, that's never a good idea. Take the recommended dosage, folks, if you're not sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she's really bummed about Buddy, and Tyra's not very happy that she's bummed about Buddy. Waverly sneaks into Smash's room in the middle of the night. Yeah, Smash Um, is asleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which we know at this point that Smash is... (laughs) <laughs> basically an insomniac so you know it's late at night right he eats breakfast cereal at like 12 a.m yeah. <laughs> we know for sure it's after leno was aired <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh he is freaking out that waverly's there like what if mama catches us this is this is not a good idea but she <laughs> convinces him to go for a, a little late night swim and uh they get naked at what appears to be a public pool yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a hotel pool or an apartment pool or just a public pool, but it definitely, like, it does not belong to either of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's not private, uh, yeah. for sure. So they're exhibiting some risky behavior. Lila is still trying to get a hold of Jason, and she's not having any luck yet. So she starts packing a bag in what we assume at this point. If she can't get him on the phone, she's going to go find him in Austin. Yep. yep. But uh, before before we get to Lila and Austin, <laughs> yeah. we have a great scene. Oh, boy. Of Julie waking up that morning. And uh, she goes to the bathroom and she finds Buddy Garrity uh, <laughs> in a towel shaving in their bathroom. <laughs> and she is furious at coach and mrs coach about yeah. this yeah she because she's not aware right that that buddy's yeah, even she there. didn't know yeah <laughs> so yeah she like stumbles out of bed and stumbles into the bathroom and there's half naked buddy garrity she's not happy with that decision next we meet bo miller yes. uh son of of the the mom from next door and he comes over to chat up tim while Tim is once again fixing his truck. Yes, and he is hungover <laughs> and uh, tells Bo to, uh, to shut up and go home. <laughs> yep. And straight up tells him, I'm incredibly hungover right now. So that's their first interaction. Yeah. I did make a note that even though Tim is hungover, we did not see any on screen beers drank. So technically, the beer tally is zero. Yeah, that's tough. Despite implied beers. In incredibly hungover, so we're gonna assume a lot of beers. Yeah. Um but before we <laughs> before we move on, 
I just want to talk because we'll we'll get to know Bo and his mom uh, a lot over the next few episodes. But uh-huh. um, I absolutely love Bo Miller. You love Bo. Um, okay. Bo Miller is me. <laughs> really? I realized it took me until the next episode, episode 19. But I turned to Angie and I was like, oh, my God, this is this is my life in fourth grade. <laughs> like, really? I, w- I was raised by a single mother. Yeah. My mom was and is just an absolute nervous ball of energy all the time, yeah. like constantly worried about things going to go wrong at all times. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm a huge fan of Bo because I have no choice but to be because I am Bo. <laughs> <laughs> right on. All right. That's uh, that's good to know because I feel like that'll help. That'll help improve my my view <laughs> yeah, of Bo like, if okay. I can picture him as little Anthony, <laughs> <laughs> little Tony. <laughs> All right, we we go to rugby practice and they're they're letting out of rugby and they're heading outside, heading home. And who shows up walking up to the building but Lila Garrity herself, and so. You, you kind of got the the impression that Jason wasn't totally excited to see her standing there. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem thrilled, but she comes over and kind of tells uh, Jason what's going on. And yeah, Jason kind of has to cover his tracks a little bit with, uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to see yeah. you. I'm just, I'm so surprised. Uh, but he's brought up to speed on what's going on with the Garrity family. Then Tim is having a little bonding moment with with little little Tony there and yes. uh, <laughs> teaching him how to throw a spiral. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Bo is still kind of uh, annoying Tim, but uh, Tim's kind of at a point where he's, he's kind of starting to smile about it and laugh at this yeah. little little goofball kid, less annoyed. And then, yes, he says, all right, let me, I'm going to teach you how to, how to throw a spiral. Uh-huh. He does. One of my quotes of the episode here, <laughs> Oh. From from Bo, <laughs> um, that really made me laugh. Is he's doing the, um, he's trying to like do a play, so he like lines up. <laughs> yeah. He goes blue forty two, blue forty two. I like candy. <laughs> 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 yeah, he just threw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's not only that he says it, which is very funny, but the way that he says it. <laughs> It's very like as it was if pretty good. Somebody asked a room full of people, "Does anybody here like candy?" <laughs> He's like, "I like candy." Yeah, I like candy. <laughs> so Tim and Bo are Tim and Bo are bonded. They're getting close. They're starting to become buds now. Yes. Um, we go back to Lila and Jason. They are talking in Jason's room there in Austin, and Lila's kind of telling him what's going on. And then they're talking about Jason and. Jason says, yeah, I haven't really been this happy since the accident, which Lila is kind of like, huh? And, <laughs> but, but no, it's, she understands. She gets it. Like she's, she's happy for Jason, but then she sees Jason's tattoo and she yes. kind of flips out like a, like a loser. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. What my notes says she's really like, honestly, unreasonably upset. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of weird, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very concerned that he's getting a tattoo. And she says, it's just not you, Jason. And Jason responds with, well, it is now. Yeah. So as the, the title of this episode uh, implies, there are some ch- 
No, that's next episode. Dang it. it Change is coming. (laughs) Shoot. Well, uh, meanwhile, coach comes home and Tammy's making some pork chops. Uh, Meanwhile, buddy's in the living room watching old game tapes. Yep. (laughs) Took the liberty Um, of pulling out the game tapes. Yeah. But uh, coach kind of tells Tammy in private that he was invited to have dinner with a rep from TMU to quote unquote, discuss the future. Yes. And uh, yeah, which is good because Tammy was pretty furious with what was going on in the Taylor household (laughs) with buddy because she's not just making pork chops. Apparently buddy went and to the grocery store and bought a bunch (laughs) of food (laughs) and told Tammy to make the pork chops. (laughs) Yeah, we're once again we're we're not gonna be short on Buddy Garrity sleaze ball moments no. this week no. or next week or probably for a few <laughs> weeks. But uh, Bo's mom comes to get him and beer tally. Yes, I got one. Uh, Bo is outside while Tim is inside grabbing a beer and a soda for he and Bo. <laughs> yep. Um, Bo invites Tim to dinner with, yes. uh, he and his mother. So yeah, we got a, a beer on the, on the tally. Now here's my, here's the controversial part of it for me though, is that we never actually see him open it or consume it. But you know what? We never got to see him consume the beers in the paper bag either you're right and we counted those yeah so we've established a precedent for this situation so okay good i had it down as an official beer on the beer tally but i just wanted to check on that uh in the taylor household julie is protesting (laughs) the fact that coach and tammy are going out to dinner and leaving her home with buddy yes she is very unhappy about this and she, her argument is, so I'm not allowed to hang out with Tyra, but a known adulterer is, <laughs> is allowed to stay in my own home. <laughs> not a bad point, Julie. Yeah, you, you raise a good point. She's not wrong. I would not trust Buddy Garrity in a house alone with my 15-year-old daughter. Absolutely not. Nope. Smash heads over to Waverly's house to pick her up. Waverly's dad, uh, the pastor, opens the door, and he starts to ask smash some questions and smash goes into the default mode of like, Oh, I have only the best intentions for your yeah. daughter. And he's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> calm down. That's, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, but he does ask smash if Waverly has seemed different and smash says no. Um, even though I think he does realize he that something absolutely is does at this point, but yeah, uh, Waverly's dad asks Smash to keep him in the loop if he notices anything different about Waverly. And we flash over to Street. He's at a party with Lila and uh, the tattoo girl shows up. Yeah. Uh, tensions are pretty high. Um, I don't have anything else written down about this scene. I don't no. know if you did. Either. All I have is that Lila is very suspicious and leery of tattoo girl Susie. Yes, yes. Um, shortly after we get a absolutely incredible scene, phenomenal. Julie sneaks uh, into the kitchen to grab some yogurt, trying not to alert Buddy to her yes. presence. Yeah. <laughs> but Buddy hears her. Uh, they have this little exchange that I wrote down. Yes, Buddy says, 
Want to join me for a pork chop? <laughs> Julie says, I don't eat dead pig. But he says, okay, but you don't know what you're missing. You know it is the other white meat. <laughs> Uh, a small discrepancy that I had that I, I will point out just because I thought it made it even better. It wasn't, you want to join me for a pork chop. It was, you want to join me in a pork, in a pork chop, <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> which right. had just this nice little Southern charm to it that <laughs> I thought was nice. Join me in a pork chop. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, so that's buddy's supper. We, uh, we head over to Bo's house and Tim is having a meal with Bo and his mom and we find out a little bit about Bo's father from yes. Bo himself was was it Bo's father I took it as an uh oh, boyfriend an ex, right. ex-boyfriend Hank yep that's right <laughs> um, yeah it was Hank druggy ex-boyfriend Hank um which once again uh maybe not drugs but um <laughs> shout out to Bo for seeing the uh yeah <laughs> the <laughs> faults in the men that his mother dated. Yep. Bo tells it like it is. So you got to respect that about Bo. Back at the party in Austin, Lila's getting pretty tuned up. She's yes. getting a little liquid courage going. Yeah. Uh, she is not getting along uh, well with either Herc or Tattoo Girl. She's feeling kind of, I think, cornered. Yeah. She kind of walked into this world where Herc is already. Uh, I mean, to say the least, wary of her Yeah, <laughs> because of what happened. And Tattoo Girl is kind of trying to mack on street, as we can already tell. So, um, yeah, they're kind of ganging up on, on Lila, and she's not handling it well. And, and, yeah, drinking booze as well. Yeah, yeah, she's running her mouth, running her mouth a little bit, getting herself into some trouble. So Smash and Waverly are hanging out at the diner and they're talking about their assignments for lit class. Yes. And someone throws out the fact that they know who wrote two paths diversion of wood. <laughs> yeah. Smash. Like, oh. Smash. Smash is like, a, who's the guy or what's the one poem? <laughs> two, two roads in a wood. <laughs> and he's blown away that somebody has been paying attention. Yeah. They know Robert Frost. Uh, yes. <laughs> But then uh, Waverly questions, why are we studying all these crazy white people, basically? Yes. Why aren't we studying any poets of color? She starts reciting poetry, and she gets yeah. very into it. Very into it. <laughs> she kind of works herself up into a lather a bit. Yeah. You see that, uh, you see her father, the, the pastor, starting to come out, I think, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she basically gets so excited by her own poetry recitation that she starts making out with Smash on the spot in the diner uh, right in the middle of all their friends. So, yes. so yeah, something is obvious. Waverly is is very different than the Waverly, um, the very reserved and suspicious Waverly that we've known so far. Well, booze is flowing at the Colette house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a very small party. Tyra, Julie, Tyra's sister. I think that maybe one or two other people are there, but Matt mm-hmm. and Landry walk in. <laughs> yes. Um, Landry is just shamelessly macking on Tyra <laughs> again. Yes, I, I have the toast t- transcribed 
Uh, yes, I was. I'm, I, I wrote down so many other quotes. That I'm so glad that you wrote down this yes. one because it's one that I didn't write down. So yes. Uh, so Landry has, grabs a grabs a drink and proposes a toast to everyone, and he says, "Doesn't he? Inter- doesn't he interrupt another toast? Like, doesn't somebody say like to Julie or something?" And he stops it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, 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 no. to Tyra, everybody. I'm in your house right now with you and strippers and just God bless everyone who enters here. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Can hardly believe it. Never change Landry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in the midst of the party, Ma Colette stumbles out of her bedroom. Well, before that, Matt kind of has a talk with Julie. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's concerned about, uh, hey, you know, your parents said you're not allowed to hang out with Tyra. Um, mm-hmm. I, w- I I don't want you to get in trouble because I want to see you. <laughs> I don't want you to get grounded. But yes, then Macalette comes out. As they're having this conversation, Matt's like, is that Tyra's mom? <laughs> and <laughs> Julie's like, yeah, but she's cool. Macalette very clearly does not know where she is. No. Like she's in bad shape. Yep. She's, she's under the influence of, of the pills she was taking before. And she comes out looking for cigarettes, tries to sit down, but she unfortunately sits on a glass coffee table and she cuts her ass up real good. Yes. Yes, she does. There's blood. There's panic. Um, It's not a good situation. So we, we cut to dinner with the Taylors and the TMU rep. And uh, Julie gets, or Tammy gets a call from Julie uh, and says, I'm at the hospital. Tyra's mom had an accident. Uh, I like, I know that I'm not supposed to hang out with Tyra, but like, I need, we need an adult here. Yeah. Um, so yes, Tammy says, of course, I'll come pick you up or take care of it. So yeah, not a good situation. Tim is leaving the I assume her name is, it's Bo Miller. I assume her name is Miller, but don't know yeah. that for sure. We don't know. Yeah, that. we don't know for sure. Um, but he's leaving their house and Bo hands him a, just, he, he's got to grab something for Tim. He's got something for him before he goes. And uh, <laughs> a so very he sweet off. moment. <laughs> and he comes back and he has just this fantastic, like JC Penny yes. picture <laughs> of himself so in a bow good. tie. <laughs> just posing and cheesy smile and everything. Um, uh, Tim tells him that he'll put it on the fridge. Bo is ecstatic. <laughs> yep. Tim also learns um, on his way out that Bo's mom has a lot of things around the house that, that need to be done, but she just doesn't have time working and taking care of Bo and helping him with homework and getting him, off to bed and all that stuff. Um, there's just kind of a ever growing list of things that, that need to, that need to be taken care of around the house. Yeah, they kind of have a, they kind of have a sexually tension, sexual tension filled goodbye. It, yeah. It's uh, at this point, it's more of a, like, was that, did they just, was there something there? Yeah. Um, but then we remember, wait, no, Tim is 17 years old, maybe 16, 17. <laughs> so no, that couldn't have been anything that couldn't, that couldn't have been anything, but we shall see. Yes. Waverly and smash are heading home, uh, driving home in the car. 
And Waverly tells Smash that she is not taking her meds for her mood disorder. And her <laughs> um, <laughs> her dad doesn't know. So they get on the topic of her dad. I don't yes. even know how the quote comes up. I just wrote the quote down. Yeah, she says, oh, my dad, he's uh, always up in the pulpit sweating. <laughs> to which Smash replies, <laughs> He do be sweating. Ooh, he do be sweating. <laughs> Which I, I'm willing to say right now, quote of the series. Quote of the series, absolutely. He do, he do be, be sweating. sweating. Uh, <laughs> just wanna... Yep, all caps <laughs> in the notes. He do be sweating. <laughs> yeah, I've, <clears throat> I've said that more than any other Friday Night Lights quote. Same. Um, in my time more than clear eyes full hearts can't lose <laughs> more than texas forever he do be sweating he do be sweating oh he do be sweating <laughs> i kind of forgot about that follow-up there. i did Ooh, too he do be sweating. i did too he's kind of <laughs> chuckling about it like, oh, that guy he is just sweating <laughs> the defining factor of waverly's dad <laughs> <laughs> But she does. She does not want her uh, heavily perspiring dad to know about <laughs> the fact that she is not taking her meds. Um, so we're starting to get a little picture here of of why she is acting the way that that she has been. But Tammy gets to the hospital. She sends Julie home immediately. Asks Matt to give her a ride home. Um, Landry in the waiting room says another great quote from this episode. Well, I missed it. You know, I really think I had a breakthrough with Tyra tonight. <laughs> yes, in that whole like 30 seconds of, <laughs> well, maybe he's implying what happened in the aftermath of the accident, but they had about <clears throat> a minute and 30 seconds of time in the Colette household before. I'm pretty sure Landry is only referring to his toast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. That's, that's true. That. We do find out. So Tammy heads to the, the hospital front desk and maybe we knew this before, but Ma Collette's name is Angela. She asked for information on Angela Collette. So now Good we catch. know, and I'm going to go ahead and promptly forget that and Same. <laughs> continue referring to her as Ma Collette. Coach gets home <laughs> to buddy sitting and reading a newspaper like a, and like a jilted lover asks, uh, <laughs> how was Neil Kenny doing? <laughs> um, this scene, every moment of it is incredible. Yes. Um, I had a lot of notes just on this scene alone, like almost a half a page notes. <laughs> wow, take um, it away. I have really bad handwriting, so that's partially why <laughs> it's like irrationally <laughs> yeah. big. But um, so, coach is like, how did you find out that? <laughs> Uh, I had a meeting with Neil Kenny. Uh, <laughs> Buddy reveals that he did a little detective work. Yeah. Um, he found that Coach had made a note, uh, and in the page under it, he scribbled, like, did, like, a grave rubbing, basically, or the same concept. <laughs> right. right. And uh, pull a note. Coach is absolutely, like, just, like... You got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> this whole scene 
is so dumb. (laughs) So funny. I laughed out loud a number of times at everything about this. Uh, Did you, did you write down buddy's quote about the notepad trick? I got um, it. That that I that he learned it from Magnum PI. That's all I I ever yeah, know. If you yeah. have the exact, he said. Quote. He said, uh, "Coach is like, are you kidding me?" <laughs> but he's like, "It's a little something I learned on Magnum PI. Works pretty doggone well." <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Yeah, Buddy is very butthurt about the whole TMU <laughs> <Yes>. situation that <laughs> he just learned of uh well back at the quad rugby dorm uh lila drunkenly asked street if he loves the tattoo girl which is a very Uh. like junior high almost way of (laughs) aside from the being drunk thing a very junior high way of handling her situation she just keeps asking do you love her do you love her jason (laughs) do you love her uh she's very upset she says uh, you're changing and I'm not changing with you. Yep. That's the, that's the big line there. And we're never going to last because I'm not changing with you. Uh, but Jason assures her, no, he loves her. He's not giving up on them. He doesn't just love her because she's all that, that he's got. Uh, he loves her because he needs her and he wants her and all that kind of stuff. But we don't believe him. So Tammy gets Ma Colette home, gets her settled um, starts cleaning up the party mess, and then Tyra. At this point, in. it's like the next morning. Yeah, well, I couldn't, I couldn't tell because in my mind it was still nighttime, and then in my, and then I thought like they cleaned through the night basically, but <laughs> maybe not. No, yeah, you're probably the, by, right. By the time, like, you can see the natural light outside. Okay. By the time that Tammy like leaves and goes out to the living room and starts picking stuff. Okay. Up. All right. So. Apparently she's been up all night at the hospital then with Ma Colette. She starts picking up the house. Tyra comes in. She's not very happy that Mrs. Coach is trying to help or whatever. Cause she knows that Julie has been forbidden to hang out with her. Yes. And uh, so Tyra basically like tries to throw Tammy out, but they have an, a, a little talk. I don't really know what they say. I just have. They yeah. Have a little uh, talk. Yeah, Tammy basically apologizes and realizes that she made some um, rash decisions with with Julie, and and um, says, you know, hey, I I was wrong. I what I'm you know what I'm dealing with is I'm a mother. I'm seeing my daughter rebel for the first time and make these decisions for the first time, and I think I probably took it out on you. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. So far, Julie has been in jail. Uh, been at a strip club, been at a house party where the mother of the child ends up in the hospital. So, I mean, Tammy has some right to be concerned. Yeah, she's not in the wrong no. uh, entirely or but, at all. <laughs> yeah, but maybe not the overall complete and total judgment of Tyra as a person not knowing her complete situation. But <clears throat> I'd say... As a parent, Tammy is pretty justified in having her concerns, but yeah. <clears throat> over at the Taylor household, Buddy Buddy angrily leaves, <laughs> and he says to Coach, uh, in a way that only Buddy Garrity could, Eric, I just don't think it's very cool for you to be meeting with TMU while I'm living under your roof. 
How did I not write that down? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what a, like, what a character. <laughs> and uh, Coach tells him, like, I, th- I don't think you should be worried about this or <laughs> yeah. the Panthers or anything like that. Like, go be worried about your family. Go figure, go figure your own crap out. And Buddy basically says, like, the Panthers are all will always be yeah. there for me, and <laughs> Pammy can put my head on a stake and kick me out, and I'll still <laughs> the Panthers will still be there for me. So, yeah, choosing very, the high school football team over his family, we get a real, true, and honest peek into the mind of Buddy Garrity, Ooh. and it is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer indeed. Yeah, not good. Tyron and Tammy are done cleaning up the house. I had they must have been there all night, but now I see. Okay, yep, it was probably a, an hour or two. And Tammy tells Tyra to to come to her office this week sometime, and they kind of have a little moment there um, yeah, where maybe we good. start to see a little another little bond forming between yeah. Tammy and Tyra. Yeah, Tammy says uh, they're going to discuss Tyra's academic future. Yeah. Tyra says, what am I going to be your next project? Uh, and Tammy says, you know what? I think you might be. Yeah. We kind of go into kind of a, a bunch of quick, a series of quick cuts between scenes here. So, yeah, I, um, this is all on my, everything beyond this point is all on the last page of my notes. And I was like, I don't need to start another page. And then all this stuff kept happening. So I was like, okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Yeah. They're kind of just like flying all over the place. Uh, So the first thing, let's just talk about Smash and Waverly, because the next thing we do, we see is Waverly asking Smash to come over. And then there is some, uh, some, a few scenes in between, but eventually we see Smash heads over to Waverly's house and he thinks that he is, uh, gonna get some. He's gonna get some, but he finds her crying on the floor. Yeah. And she, yeah, she is in a, in a, a tough way. Um, and so that's where we kind of leave Waverly and Smash. Jason and Lila uh, yes, presumably we, <laughs> successfully had sex. Yes. The, uh, the plumbing works again. Apparently they <laughs> figured it out, um, which apparently gives them hope that it's all going to work out. And yeah. you get Jason's feeling, feeling pretty cocky. It seemed yeah. like about the Puts whole thing. The, uh, put, raises his arms and yells victory. <laughs> Which, yeah, something to celebrate for sure. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No judgment. (laughs) Yep. Tammy goes into Julie's room, and Julie and I are thinking that Tammy's going to chew her out for what happened the previous night. But instead of chewing her out, Tammy just hugs her and holds her. And I don't think we we hear any actual words exchanged. We do not. They have have a nice mother-daughter moment. Tim fixes Bo's mom's gutters. No euphemism there yeah. yet. <laughs> uh, and quote, uh, coach lets Tammy know that TMU has indeed offered him the the coaching job. I believe quarterback coach job. Yes. Yep. He got the call. TMU made an offer. Yeah. Uh, and overall, this 
we do get, and I'll, I will mention this during the awards, but there mm-hmm. was a song that I did recognize, or I didn't recognize, but I shazammed and, and yeah. so we got a notable song on that. So yep. we'll discuss that in the awards. Yeah. Yeah. Our classic end of the episode montage song that they tend to do. Yes. Um, a staple. <laughs> yeah. So that is, those are the events of the episode. Uh, anything we need to add there? Does that wrap it up? That wraps it up for me. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back. We'll talk some characters. All right, we're back. We're going to get a little more in-depth into some of these characters. Um, we got the Taylor family. We've got some very big developments going on for the Taylors right now. Yeah, they go through a lot in this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Julie gets scarred <laughs> for life by <laughs> a buddy. Um, and we're going to, yeah, go through a lot in the next episode with the development that uh, ends this episode with them. But, um, yeah, they're... Coaches considering taking the job at, at TMU, going all the way to Austin, which, as yeah. we find out, is 200 miles away <laughs> yeah, from right. Dylan. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the how next, far. No, it was this episode. Was this, okay. Lila said, I drove 200 yeah, miles and right. all I get is high. Yep. Yep. So I'm still confused about where geographically Dylan falls <laughs> in Texas, but Austin's pretty central, right? So we got to assume it's. I think so. It's west. In some way. Right. Because they're pretty clear that it's West Texas. Right. So somewhere over there. And there's nothing over there uh, that I know of. <laughs> well, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, Tammy seems to be pretty on board with this whole TMU thing, it seems like. Yes. Yeah. I got to think that she finds Austin a much more attractive place to live than Dylan. Even though she is, you know, excelling in her new job as the school yes. guidance counselor, which did we talk about the fact that like, I'm pretty sure you need master's degrees and stuff, uh, <laughs> specific master's degrees to get a, a guidance counselor job in a high school. I, d- I did not know that. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> it makes I sense. Know, I don't know how she pulled that off. Maybe she has master's degrees. I guess I don't maybe know. Maybe she does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, Maybe they're just desperate. Dylan was just desperate for a, like, they just really needed to hire somebody. And they're like, oh, uh, we, I think we can relate to that. Uh, I had some teachers in my time. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, in my grade school years, I remember very specifically that there was a mm, underqualified, might be a nice way to put it, a uh, person that was hired to teach my class. Okay. And, uh, I kid you not, I could read. It was torture for me as an elementary school student because I could read better than (laughs) this teacher. And we would have, you know, like the 20 minutes of teacher reading out loud to you from the the chapter book or whatever. And uh, it was just painful. And I remember getting into an argument with her about uh, the three kinds of rocks. So it's metamorphic, (laughs) sedimentary. And she was insistent that it was ingenious rocks. Oh, no. Insistent. And <laughs> tried to oh, correct her and no. she wasn't having it. No, it's ingenious. So. Uh, no. Oh, I, that's a bummer. <laughs> I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility that they were desperate and hired Tammy. But Well, one thing that we, yeah. 
one thing that we also know about the town of Dillon is that if you are football team adjacent, people will pull strings for you. That's true. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Buddy Yardy runs that town. And, uh, and obviously, Mayor Rodell thinks quite a bit of Coach and Tammy as well because she revealed her alternative lifestyle to them. Yeah. But Austin is on the horizon for the Taylor family, and Coach and Tammy are pretty into it. But Julie is not aware at this point, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yes, correct. Know. Yeah, she doesn't find out yet. Um, so we've got this little thing going on between Tim and yes. Bo's mom and Bo. Uh, Tim and Bo have a very unlikely friendship yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on. Bo clearly very much looks up to Tim Riggins, yeah, um, who he only refers to as both both names, first and last, <laughs> Tim Riggins. Hey, Tim Riggins. Yeah, and <clears throat> through their friendship, Tim is getting close to Bo's mom, who Tim later, in a later episode, reveals that she's got to be at least mid-30s. Yes. So twice Tim's age. So that's uh, that's picking up some steam. Which is like, from Tim's perspective, you think like, all right. But then I think about like, I'm not even mid-30s yet. <laughs> and the thought of a high schooler yeah. is just very, it bums me out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, not okay. The, the Colette family is going through it. Ma Colette is still very broken up about the whole Buddy Garrity thing. Yeah, obviously ends up in the hospital, uh, kind of hits a low point here. Well, what I what we hope is a low point for Ma Colette. Yeah. But we start to get a little picture of redemption for Tyra. Maybe, maybe with this budding relationship with Tammy. Yes. Which is great to see. Yeah, we start to see Tyra consider turning her life around and maybe not accepting what she thinks is her fate. Right. And Waverly. Yeah. Waverly, Waverly, Waverly. She loves poetry. Let me tell you. <laughs> she has a tough one. She, she has the big talk with smash about like what's going on and why she's doing it. I believe it's in this episode where she's talking about like, how do you feel when you're on the football field? And Smash mm. says, alive. She's like, yes, exactly. You know, that's how I feel um, when I'm not on my meds. I, I think that's next episode. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cut that she out. It doesn't go Just, through as much. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, I don't think we find out exactly what's going on yet with Waverly in this you're episode, right. but things are alluded to. Yep. You're right. So there's some concern right now about Waverly and kind of where she's at and what's going on. Uh, with her mentally and emotionally smash sees it. Her dad sees it. He do be sweating about it. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so Waverly's got a lot going on at the moment as well. Anybody else we want to touch on or should we move ahead? I think we might be ready to move ahead. Yeah. I guess maybe we could do Jason and. Oh yeah. Jason and, uh, Lila and tattoo girl. Yeah. So, um, We've got a little love triangle going on, it seems, possibly, with Tattoo Girl 
and Jason and Lila. Lila is starting to become aware of the situation, which let's not forget, not again, uh, not that it justifies the situation, but uh, Lila was in the same situation not very long ago with Jason's best friend. Um, Not that that really makes it uh, any better or any easier, I guess, to be on the, the wrong side of a love triangle there. But she, you can tell that she, she feels things slipping away. Yeah. She's in a, yeah. In a a rough state. And I understand, like, I definitely empathize a lot with, with Lila in this episode for the first time, maybe in this entire uh, (laughs) uh, series, because yeah, I, I know what that's like uh, to kind of see people changing around you and you not necessarily feeling, you know, having those changes yourself. Yeah. Um, It's kind of a bummer because not only with lovers, but also friends. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, basically what's happening is the same thing that happens, you know, when uh, high school sweethearts go off to college separately and you just start having experiences that are different from each other that you can't relate to. And it's usually pretty miraculous if that relationship, that high school relationship lasts more than a month or two into freshman year of college. So very similar phenomena going on, but probably even deeper, obviously, considering, you know, Jason's changes are, he's paralyzed. Yes. That definitely changes things. So Lila's trying to hold on, trying to salvage what they have, but uh, she can feel it slipping away. So I think that's uh, that's about all we really need to get into for this episode as far as uh, in-depth look at the characters. So let's take a little break, and we will be back with our awards for the week. Yes. All right, welcome back. We are going to get into our awards for the week. Um, as always, we're going to start out with the coach Taylor inspo rating. Uh, we got about a minute and a half of football this week. So yeah, you know, not, we didn't get a whole lot of material to work from there. Um, yeah. yeah and we don't, I don't think we really saw a lot of, of anything with coach being inspirational. Um, no. mostly just him being annoyed with buddy Garrity, <laughs> which fair. Um, you know, maybe it could be considered inspirational a bit that he is urging Buddy to forget about football and go take it's care of true. your family. That's about as close as we can get, I think, to inspirational material. So it's not that coaches do anything wrong. We just don't see a ton from yeah. coach. So. Yeah, exactly. So if we're going to put a number on it, boy, I was just I just took a quick glance at all of our ratings in the past, and we've really – We've run the whole gamut of possible ratings. So <laughs> what do you think? Like maybe a, a two? I think a two is fair. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It wasn't bad. But it just it wasn't, wasn't much. Yep. All right. How are we feeling about Julie Taylor this week for our Julie Taylor hatometer rating? Um, Julie, I think everything that she does that's a little bit dramatic is pretty justified. Uh-huh. Um Although her defying her parents to hang out with Tyra, who, even though we love Tyra, she is 
clearly a bad influence. Yes. Yeah, I think I think I end a little positive. Positive as in bad for Julie. <laughs> it's <Yes. getting> confusing. <laughs> uh positive on the hato meter. I think I'm on that side. Not terribly, but yes, she is she is not heeding her parents' wishes. So yeah. I am I I don't know. Three? You read my mind. I was gonna say three. Boom. All right, Julie. You haven't been trending great lately. You have been positive on the Hato meter for the last three weeks now. Uh-oh. And I have a feeling she's going to be <laughs> positive next week, too. <laughs> she's taking a turn, it seems. Uh, how many do, How many beers did we end up for Tim on the Big Rig beer tally? I only had one confirmed. Just the one. Yep. yep. Again, we can kind of assume that there were more, but one is what we saw on screen. That takes our total for the season up to 36. Hell yeah. Right on the Buddy Garrity sleazeball move of the week. We got we got choices. Yeah, uh, there's him um, <laughs> moving in with the Taylors, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't even know if you count this as a separate thing, but really making it his own home. Yeah, not <laughs> not locking the bathroom door is maybe a sleazeball move. Yeah, <laughs> like oh whoops. <laughs> Making Tammy, um, <laughs> make him pork chops. <laughs> yeah, that that's right up there. I mean, how about basically choosing football over his family? Yeah, not great. Yeah. <laughs> what was his line for coach? I don't think it's very cool yeah. of you to be meeting with TMU <laughs> while I'm living under your roof. Yeah, while I'm living under your roof, yeah. Where do you want to land on that? We got a lot of we got a lot of choices. I mean, <laughs> it really could go to any one of them. They're all <laughs> sleazeball movies of the week. I think <laughs> still laughing about his moment of the Magnum PI thing and coaches <laughs> just being exasperated. And, um, man, that scene is absolutely brilliant. Um, I think, man, I I don't know if we can choose just one. I really like I'm torn. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think we've set that precedent where we don't have to have a necessary, necessarily a winner for this week. Yeah. uh, For, for each week, but just the whole moving into the tailors in general. Yeah. Everything associated with that is just pure sleaze. (laughs) Okay, our notable music cue. You shazammed the closing montage. What yeah. what was that? I did not was, because I figured you would. <laughs> it was called Hope Parenthesis Tell Everyone by David Usher. All right. Never heard of it. Never heard of him. Pretty good tune. S- same. Hope Parenthesis Tell Everyone sounds like the title of a taking back Sunday song for some reason. Yes, it does. (laughs) It does. (laughs) It sounds like, uh, it sounds like a song from like the louder now era where they were like, Oh, we have to name our songs like words that are actually said in the songs. So we'll call it hope. And then put the words that are actually said in the songs in parentheses. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that reminds me of, uh, our home church. Platt First Reformed, 
Mm-hmm. So there's a there's an elderly gentleman named Dwayne Strand who mm-hmm. who leads one of the praise teams, and when he gets up there, um, he's usually wearing a pastel suit of some sort, and every single instrument, if you can play an instrument, and you go to Plat First Reformed, you're on the team, buddy. Uh, <laughs> guitars, drums, trombones, uh, accordions, whatever you yes. got, bring it. Um, and so I, my family lovingly, somewhat lovingly refers to it as the Dwayne Strand rock and roll worship circus. <laughs> and so this is getting to my point. Uh, whenever he introduces a song for during worship, it's always, all right, everybody stand up and let's sing amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now he just like keeps going with the lyrics of the song. Or, uh, great is thy faithfulness. Oh God almighty. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, blah, blah. It just keeps going. So that's what you're the taking back Sunday song. That's, reminded yes. me of the, the Dwayne strain rock and roll. Worship. <laughs> Anyway, all right, our outdated pop culture reference of the week. Did you make any notes there? Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I., <laughs> definitely. All right, so Buddy with the Magnum P.I. reference, and apparently those tricks work. So if you watch Magnum P.I., you can get some good tips on sleuthing, just like Buddy Garrity. All right, let's, uh, let's narrow down our quote of the week here. We got options Again, yeah, some some weeks, some weeks are are a little lean, but this week I don't think we'll have a problem figuring something out. No, this week is the strongest in quite a while. Uh, Um, I almost feel like we need to, we need to do two. There's a multitude. Yeah. Of great quotes, but one absolutely eclipses all the others. Yeah. That is as we've already stated quote of the series. So yeah, it's almost unfair. Um, In an episode with so many other great quotes for that (laughs) quote to be in it. Like, of course, it's so strong that it stands out even in the sea of excellent quotes in this episode. It's phenomenal. Quote of the series goes to Smash referring to Waverly's dad. He do be sweating. (laughs) He do be sweating. (laughs) He do be sweating. Yes. Yeah. I feel Um, like we have been. Well. Uh, hinting at that for quite some time now. Um, we have finally, finally paid off. We're happy that it's finally here. I am going to just check. Did nobody put quotes at all in this IMDb? Oh my God. Ooh. Wow. There's no quotes in the IMDb, which is insane, but it's a good thing that I've written. I'll, I'll, I'll read just all the ones that I've written down and we can choose the Great. second best the consolation award. Yes. First is Tammy when she sees Buddy Garrity slumped over on the porch. Honey, what's that on the porch? Oh, it's it's moving. <laughs> I got a really good chuckle out of that one. Bo saying, Blue 42, Blue 42. I like candy. Cut. <laughs> yep. Another standout. Um the conversation between Buddy and Julie. <laughs> yep. In which Buddy says, Want to join me in a pork chop? <laughs> Julie says, I don't eat dead pig. 
Uh, Buddy says, okay, but you don't know what you're missing. You know, it is the other white meat. <laughs> um, great, great point, buddy. Yes. And of course, there was a doobie sweating. And then Landry's timeless. You know, I really think I had a breakthrough with Tyra tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I also want to submit Landry's uh, toast to Tyra. Yes. To Tyra, everybody. I'm in your house right now with you and strippers. And just... God bless everyone who enters here. Cheers. <laughs> yes. I think there's an argument to be made for your changing and I'm not changing with you. So we'll throw that one in there. Yep. Uh, how about it's a little something I learned on Magnum PI. Worked pretty <laughs> doggone well. <laughs> yes. Another great one. And then of course, Eric, I don't think it's very, I just don't think it's very cool for you to be meeting with TMU while I'm living under your roof. <sighs> Oh man, how do you choose? Yeah. We are. I texted you last night to be like, yes. I'm so excited to to talk about this episode because there's so many good quotes. Yeah, you weren't kidding for sure. I'm gonna. Can I give you three choices and you pick? Yes. Okay. You want to join me for a pork in a pork chop? You don't know what you're missing. It is the other white meat. That's number one. The I don't have it written down, but the Eric, I don't think it's very cool of you to to <laughs> be talking to TMU while I'm living under your roof. Oh, and here's another one that we didn't even talk about. Or yeah, we didn't even mention here in the quotes, but so this will be my third submission. You can choose between those three. Pam locked me out. She's kicked me out. You know how women are about these things. <laughs> uh oh, buddy. Man, but you, and here's the thing. Almost every quote that we've talked about that are up for nomination could win any other episode. Oh, yeah. Like, this episode is just chock full of them. My choice is, I don't think it's very cool for you to be talking to TMU <laughs> while I'm living under your roof. I support that pick wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So we made that tough decision. Uh, which leaves us with our last decision, our last award for the week, and that is the episode rating. What are we going to give this episode? Josh, I'm willing to give this episode a strong nine to a possible 10. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, I was thinking a strong eight, so uh, I'm not willing to give it a 10. Okay. It was it was good and it was funny and it had a lot of quotes, uh, but it didn't have the the inspirational oomph along with That's it true. that I need That's to take true. it up to attend for myself personally. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm perfectly fine with going with a nine, our strongest rating. Yet, yeah. It uh, is my my favorite episode so far. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good yeah. one. So uh, I'm willing to go nine. You know, ten is just a a bit too far for me. That's, but that's fair. But we'll 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 sit at a nine, which is still very strong. That's and, why we do an, an aggregate score because yep, yeah, yep. if you're if you're not willing to go there, then that's all right. We can we can meet in the middle. I'm checks and balances, you know. Exactly. Perfect. All right. So I think that's that's all that we have to cover. That's our for episode. This week. Yeah. yeah. Um just a just a great time. Just yeah. just a just a just a good watch, you know. A true a delight. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack was good, but really nothing <laughs> compared to episode 18. 
of Friday Night Lights. So, man, and honestly, as I look at the episode list coming up, it's going to stay pretty strong. It is. Yeah. For the rest of season one, I won't be surprised if we're going to be touching this nine territory, if not higher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling feeling pretty confident that we're going to hit a 10 before the season is through for sure. I am inclined to agree. We have um, some exciting news, something for you to look forward to as we talk about the end of the season. We have a yes. we have actually a few special guests lined up. Oh. Um, we're not going to necessarily yeah. spill the beans yet on who that is, but we have a, a special guest, uh, another another Platt. Um, yes. Platt. What do you call people from Platt? Platinian. Platt. Platinian, Platinian, yeah, like Platinian, Platinian, another Platinian, uh, yes. with the, with an inside look into Black Panther football. Yeah, if uh, I don't want to give too much of him, but he's kind of the Julie Taylor of Platt, if you will. <laughs> yes, uh, and then I don't think we've mentioned it before, but we are planning on having a crossover episode. Yes, with our our good friends, the Erickson brothers. Um, in their podcast, so much movies, so much movies. Uh, we may have shouted that out previously, but we'll shout it out again, uh, because they're now on Spotify and Stitcher because we told them how to do it, even though they've been podcasting for like two years before us. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and watch the Friday night lights movie with so much movies, Um, have a little crossover episode. So it should be a good time. Yes. I look forward to that. Good. Well, until next week, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for loving Friday Night Lights as much as we do. And we are looking forward to getting into episode 19 changes. (laughs) That's it. Peace. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God.